Welcome to Feed the Need. This is Paul Pactor, Chief Executive Officer of Long Island Cares and the Harry Chapin Food Bank in Hop Hog, Long Island, Long Island, New York, where there are approximately 400,000 people in Nassau and Suffolk County who are struggling with food insecurity. In one of the richest regions in the United States, 400,000 people are struggling to put food on their table every single day including 79,000 children who, through no fault of their own, are finding themselves on the lines at free and reduced school and uh, lunch and breakfast programs, and their families are finding themselves on the lines of more than 300 local food pantries here in the region, the region that boasts of the Hamptons, the Gold Coast, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and some of the most beautiful beaches in the United States is having a problem with food insecurity and hunger. And they've been having this problem ever since 1980, when the late Harry Chapin, singer, songwriter, social activist, founded Long Island Cares in response to the growing need throughout America, but also here on Long Island. And Harry founded Long Island Cares in 1980, with support from government in New York State, as well as Nassau and Suffolk County. And here we are, 40 years later, still fighting the good fight, still talking about food insecurity and who it's impacting here in Nassau and Suffolk County, and what we're doing about it. So that brings us to the very first question for this very first podcast. And that is, what is Long Island Cares? And what is it that we do? Well, as I already mentioned to you, Long Island Cares is the regional food bank for Long Island, Nassau and Suffolk County, home to nearly 2.8 million people. Uh, median income of a family here on Long Island is roughly seventy-four dollars to $90,000 a year. Uh, but we do have pockets of affluence where people earn in the millions. It used to be on Long Island that we had pockets of poverty, but now we have pockets of affluence. The demographics are changing, the economy is changing, and with it, local government has to change in terms of how we deal with the business here in suburbia uh, in this area, Long Island. We're going to keep saying Long Island because I think people find it hard to imagine that there's hunger and food insecurity on Long Island, a rich, affluent community. Well, let's dispel the first myth. There is affluence on Long Island, but it is not one of the richest regions in the country. Many of the rich people that built Long Island, that have lived on Long Island, have left Long Island. And so we are becoming not an extension of New York City, but a suburban community that has thrived since the 1950s, 60s, uh, with the introduction, as you know, of suburbia and Levittown to a region where we are struggling with urban problems, no different than any other suburban area close to a big city, such as Long Island is to New York City. So we do have an issue with food insecurity and hunger. And in 1980, Harry Chapin founded Long Island Cares to serve as the very first food bank. And in the last 40 years, we continue to distribute annually between eight and 12 million pounds of nutritious food to support 
377 local community organizations, the food pantries, the soup kitchens, the daycare centers, the Head Start programs, the senior citizen programs, all of them receive food from Long Island Cares. It is delivered Monday through Friday, starting very early in the morning around 7.30 when the trucks start to get loaded until the end of the day for us, it's around four o'clock in the afternoon. And we provide this food to all of these programs to support them in feeding people with food insecurity. These organizations are located anywhere from the western part of Long Island in Floral Park to the very eastern tip of the island in Montauk. And as I mentioned earlier, nearly 400,000 people here in the Long Island region are struggling with food insecurity. So Long Island Cares delivers food to all of these programs. How does the food get here? It comes here from five or six different funnels. First of all, uh, we hold a contract with the New York State Department of Health to administer the Hunger Prevention and Nutrition Assistance Program for the region. That provides us with roughly a million and a half pounds of food that we purchase on the open market. And then we receive food from the federal government. The federal government, through the USDA, we operate the Emergency Food Assistance Program, which provides us more than 4 million pounds of government commodities to help feed the hungry here on Long Island. And then we have a contract with Suffolk County to purchase food for the various uh, outposts of the Suffolk County Department of Social Services. And we also, as members of Feeding America, the national umbrella organization for food banks in the United States, we also uh, bid on food that's available through Feeding America by the truckload. It could be cereal, it could be canned soups, it could be canned vegetables, but we get the food here as well. And then, of course, there are food drives. The public's opportunity to become very supportive toward people who are struggling with hunger in the region. And on any given day, there's approximately 65 food drives uh, that are sponsored to benefit Long Island Cares. And last but not least uh, is our retail rescue program. This is a program that we've been doing now for about the last four years in which we pick up food that is approaching the best sell-by date, uh, or fresh food, fresh produce uh, that's going a little, you know, brown and the store doesn't want to sell it. So this is perfectly good, edible, nutritious food that if we didn't rescue it from the retailers such as Walmart and uh, Target and Costco, uh, would wind up in a landfill. And we don't want that to happen. It's unnecessary. So we rescue, you know, close to three, 400,000 pounds a year. Uh, from our 65 uh, retail donors. So that's the way the food gets here. And the way it goes out to the agencies is very simple. They log on to our website at licares.org. They go to the menu. They pick out the food they want. They place the order electronically. The order goes in the warehouse. The wonderful staff that we have in the warehouse packs it all up. It goes on to the pallets. The pallets get shrink-wrapped. They go on to the trucks, and there it goes. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we deliver food to support nearly 400,000 people. But that is not the only thing that Long Island Cares does. Long Island Cares is one of the most comprehensive hunger assistance and humanitarian organizations in the United States. 
And the reason I say that is because of the strength of our direct service programs. And those programs include six satellite locations uh, in various communities here on Long Island where we operate our own emergency food pantry, where we provide a series of community services for individuals who are food insecure. If you visit any of our satellite locations, you'll find that each of them has an emergency food pantry. But we also provide ESL classes for people who are interested in learning how to speak English better. We provide access to the health exchange programs under the Affordable Care Act. We provide people with the opportunity to complete applications for SNAP assistance, otherwise known as the food stamp program. So we try to address all the needs that an individual has. We do a lot of information and referral sharing if people are looking for housing, if they're looking uh, for assistance with the utility bills, if they're looking for assistance with rent payment. So if you present yourself to any one of Long Island Care's six locations, we will assess you for food insecurity, but then we will get into a conversation with you to further assess you to find out what your needs are. We also provide a great deal of mobile outreach. We do it for the homeless. We do it for our veterans, for our seniors who are homebound, and for people who are homebound with debilitating uh, healthcare concerns. And every week, our mobile pantry goes out and delivers food to 84 families. On a monthly basis, we see between 250 and 300 veterans who come to our satellite locations every Tuesday. On Tuesday, we only serve veterans, military personnel, and their families. And as you can imagine, that's a difficult uh, program for us to run, not because we can't provide the food or a caring you know, uh, conversation with someone, but just try to, try to absorb this. Veterans, individuals that have placed themselves in harm's way on behalf of the United States, gone through multiple deployments in Afghanistan, in Iraq, previously in Vietnam, and now they're home. And instead of being on the front lines in a major conflict, they're on the food lines to go into their local pantries. And as we began to serve our veterans about 10 years ago, one of the first things that they brought to our attention was the fact that they're not comfortable going to a food pantry. They don't see themselves as being, quote unquote, poor people. And so we decided to carve out the day Tuesdays, uh, and that is Veterans Day at all our satellites year long. We also provide for the region and the community a freestanding pet pantry. That is correct. You heard me say that. A pet pantry. Actually, it's Baxter's Pet Pantry. And Baxter's Pet Pantry provides free pet food, dog, cat, bird food if we have it, reptile food if we have it, collars, leashes, bedding, carrying cases, you name it. We have all the pet food and pet supplies you need at Baxter's Pet Pantry. And we provide pet food right now through more than 220 of our member agencies. So if you could imagine, more than 50% of the member agencies that are contracted with Long Island Cares also deliver pet food. 
Not every food bank in the United States provides pet food, but Long Island Cares has been doing it now for over 10 years, and it happens to be one of our benchmark programs, that being Baxter's Pet Pantry. We also provide a great deal of community outreach to the homeless here on Long Island, one of the richest regions in New York State. Perhaps the country is having a problem with homelessness. Every month, we are providing ready-to-eat food, survival products, uh, food supplements, and additional assistance to nearly 800 homeless individuals who were living on the street in Long Island. Difference between Long Island and Los Angeles is you're not seeing our homeless on the streets. They're actually camping out in various wooded areas uh, that line our highways and parkways here in, in the region. We also operate a children's mobile breakfast food truck that goes out every Saturday and Sunday and visits various communities where children are in need of food assistance, and we provide them with a healthy grab-and-go breakfast uh, on Saturdays and Sundays. On average, we see about six to 700 children uh, every weekend. So we are more than just providing emergency food to people in need. There's a lot of advocacy work going on, a lot of community education happening at Long Island Cares. And we just entered into a lease for a brand new building here in Hop Hog, New York, where our headquarters is located, to establish the Center for Community Engagement. And the Center for Community Engagement is going to focus in on something that Harry Chapin always wanted Long Island Cares to focus on, and that is the root causes of hunger. There's always got to be a reason why people are food insecure, not only on Long Island, not only in New York State, but across the country. And some of the root causes of hunger that we've been dealing with and addressing over the years here at Long Island Cares deal with unemployment, underemployment, immigration status, poverty, disenfranchisement of people, marginalizing people, discrimination, systemic racism, uh, veteran status. All of those issues, all of those things come together uh, pretty seamlessly and are, you know, seen as the root causes of hunger. And that's something that we need to get a hold of here at Long Island Cares uh, in terms of changing uh, the narrative. We need to put people back to work. We need to put people into uh, affordable housing. We need to treat our immigrants a lot different than we've been treating them over the past five years. Uh, and I think eventually we'll get to that. But yet that's for another program because right now we've come to the end of Feed the Need. I hope you enjoyed uh, the program. If you're interested, please drop me an email at ppachter, that's P-P-A-C-H-T-E-R at licares.org. I'd enjoy hearing from you, and I certainly will respond. So until the next time, thank you very much, and we'll see you at Feed the Need. Bye-bye.